Welcome to Blueprint of Fate. My name is Ken Primus. I am your host on this journey into the Word of God, which is also called the Word of Fate. I've been a teacher of the Word for over 30 years. I was a pastor of Abundant Grace Ministries, and now I travel the world teaching the Word of God. According to the Word, without faith, it's impossible to please God. By faith, we understand. The Bible also goes on to say that the just shall live by faith, for we walk by faith and not by sight. By faith we believe that the universe was made. We are justified by faith. Fight the good fight of faith. At this podcast, we're going to talk about what really is faith, how we get it, how do we develop it, how to use it, so that we can receive the 8,810 promises of God, 7,487 of them being promises made by God to His beloved man. Grace and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord Jesus Christ. I'm excited to continue this message And we've been talking about the timelines. Last week, we looked at the timeline of suddenly. And we talked about how, uh, and I went through the scriptures and showed you how God can uh, interrupt our comfort by suddenly uh, providing for us, uh, most of us call those type things, miracles and so forth. And uh, I want to continue this week on another timeline that God uh, chooses from time to time to operate in. And we have to be mindful that uh, He is the one that chooses these timelines, but our faith causes Him to act. And so we have been studying faith. I, I talked to you about that. We talked about how to maintain your faith in your uh, current situation. We, sh- we talked about Abraham doing that. In his situation, we talked about uh, the um, woman with the issue of blood. We talked about Jarius. And I'm trying to bring all of these people to you and to your attention so that you would maintain your faith. Uh, we talked about how to maintain your faith within your uh, current situation. And that the Bible tells us that we maintain our faith by worship. And um, as we do those type things, God began to um, come and deal with us based on these timelines uh, He provides for us. And so uh, we are going to focus, as I mentioned to you, about the uh, timeline of by this time tomorrow. And um, I want to go into the scripture and take you guys to Second Kings chapter 7, verses 1 through 18. Now, in this story, we see that the children of Israel, um, the army of the Armenians were coming against the children of Israel. Uh, there was a famine in the land at the time. And uh, these are all symbolics of things that are happening in our life. Uh, there are famine in our lives for whatever that famine may be. Um, that famine may be a uh, lack of job, uh, health, um, whatever it is um, it, that your family is going through. You have a similar situation in this story. There is, and so 
I wanted to take this story and extract from it the timeline of by this time tomorrow or about this time tomorrow, as uh, we'll see, it says in the scripture. And so um, let's start with uh, uh, chapter uh, one and uh, we'll we'll just follow the story and then we'll bounce back from different scriptures and uh, again extract what we need from it. Uh, what we need is the insight that these um, these people used to get their deliverance, and we are going to do the same so that we can get ours as well. And uh, uh, chapter 1 says, And Elisha replies, Hear the word of the Lord. This is what the Lord says. About this time tomorrow, a seed of fine a flower shall be for a shekel, and two sheets of barley for a shekel at the gate of Samaria. The officer on whom whose arm the king was leading said to the man of God, Look, even if the Lord shall open the floodgates of heaven of the heavens, this happen? And Elijah re- replies to him, You will see it with your own eyes, answered Elijah, but you will not eat any of it. And so uh, we see that uh, uh, in our situation, when the word of God comes, because Elisha just basically um, is giving to the king the word of God. So we studied all of that, uh, you and I, to uh, uh, really get a glimpse about the word of God and what it provides for us. And so that's one of the reasons why I had you guys uh, um, following me for for weeks about the Word of God. Why? Because we're going to put our trust and everything that we we uh, uh, all of our faith, our belief system. Uh, why? Because the Bible says that He's not a man that He should lie, and that His Word is truth. The Bible tells us that. So then, if His Word is truth, all of His Word on any situation that we have in our life. It's truth. And he tells us that his word, once it is released, that it will perform the assignment that it was sent forth to do and to accomplish. And we went through scriptures about that. The Bible tells us, he said, he sent forth his word and healed them. So the assignment for that word that was sent forth was to heal that individual. And so God's words are sent out with assignments. And um, the king was listening to God's word. And what was that word that um, uh, Elisha said to him about this time tomorrow? And so it is my um, desire, and um, I feel that this has been placed on me to release this to each and every one of you, that by this time tomorrow, and uh, we will talk about some of those things that will happen to you by this time tomorrow. And um, uh, we're talking about where you, uh, you're going to trust God and that you will get your desired outcome. And um, what I wanted to do to do is take a look at uh, Exodus chapter 8, verses 10. And it says, um, And he said, Tomorrow, and he said, Be it according to thy word, that thou mayest know that there is none like unto the Lord our God. And that Exodus he was talking about, uh, Moses was talking to Pharaoh. And so uh, 
by this time, and again, he said it, by tomorrow. And so I'm saying to you that by tomorrow, what you're asking for, stay in faith with God. Trust that he is able, and as uh, um, uh, our father Abraham said, that he became fully persuaded that God was able to keep his word. And so you and I, as uh, as we study these things, we must become fully persuaded. And we do that by staying in faith, by worshiping God, and he will choose the timeline that he wants to make it happen. And so I am telling you that God is here and at, um, he wants me to tell you guys about this time tomorrow. And so I want to encourage you guys as we study this, uh, uh, we continue to look at this word. And so, um, I, I had, uh, digress just to, to bring to you that, uh, it was his word that the prophet released God's word because it tells us, he says, this is what the Lord says. And so he repeated what God told him to say to the king. And, uh, uh, you are going to do the same. You're going to repeat God's word into your situation. And you're going to command that by this time tomorrow, the Bible says, decree a thing and it shall be established. And so we're going to take a look now at verse three. It says, now there are four men with leprosy at the entrance of the city gates. They said one to another, why stay here until we die? If we say we go into the city, the famine is there and we will die. And if we say here, we will die. So let's go over to the camp of the Armenian and surrender. If they spare us, we live. If they kill us, then we die. And so these guys had a perfect normal conversation as to uh, they're looking at their situation and they made an assessment of that situation that, uh, um, you know, things are hopeless in, in our in our time. So number one, they had leprosy, and we all know that leprosy is a skin uh, uh, deteriorating disease that uh, 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 destroys the skin and, and the bones and all these type of stuff. And so these guys, their situation, we, we could say uh, and surmise, that it was hopeless. They're, they feel as if they're going to die. So now they're beginning to, to assess their situation and make a, a, a outcome on this, uh, decision that they're going to do. They decided to say, Hey, let's go to the camp of the enemy. And, uh, uh at least uh, they may feed us or they may kill us. But in, in any, any case, they made a decision to do something. We talked about faith without works is dead. And so these guys decided to make up their minds to do something. And so you and I will have to make up our mind to do something. And I've told you before that something is to stay in faith. That something is to do something different than what you have done before. If it's healing that you're asking for, get up and move a, a limb, move a finger, move, move a thumb, move anything, move a, your eyebrows, your eyelids. If you are are, are um, in a bed that you, you can't move. Trust God and begin to do something. And by this time, about this time tomorrow. And so now they began to, uh, once they've made this decision, they now began to move. And so 
they, um, it says in uh, verse chapter 5, at dusk they got up and went to the camp of the Armenian, the Armenians. When they reached the edge of the camp, no one was there, for the Lord had caused the Armenians to hear the sound of chariots and horses and a great army, so that they said to one another, the king of Israel has hired the Hittites, the Egyptian kings, to attack us. So they got up and fled in the dusk and abandoned their tents and their horses and donkeys. They left the camp as if and uh, they left the camp as it was and ran for their lives. And so the Bible tells us that uh, we read, it says that the battle is the, is the Lord, is not ours. And so um, if the battle is not ours, then you need to get up and walk, as we see that these men did. They got up and they made their decision, as I mentioned before. They assessed their 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 um, their current situation. It was hopeless. They didn't look at all of that, as fate demands that you do not look at the current situation. You're looking at something else, and so um, there they got up and they began to move. And as they move, the Bible tells us that the Lord, for the Lord had cause, he did the work for, for them. He did the work for the people. And so he will do the work for you and I. The Bible tells us that he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. So then if he does it for them, he will do it for us. And so I encourage you about this time tomorrow. And so as we continue to read and see uh, uh, what happened with these guys in verse 8. It says, The men who had leprosy reached the edge of the camp, entered one of the tent and ate and drank. They then took silver, gold, and cloth and went off and hid them. They returned and entered another tent, took some things from it, and hid them also. And hey, uh, this is what we, the Bible tells us that we are going to enjoy the spoils of war. And so the spoils of war that you are looking for and asking God for could be uh, uh, a job, could be uh, uh, your healing as we talk about it, could be so many things. These are all the spoils of war that, uh, because the Bible tells us that we are in a battle. And that this battle is for uh, um, uh, the things that we want to receive. For the Bible tells us that God has given to us all things pertaining to life and godliness. It tells us in the scriptures also, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. So we know that this is a, a warfare that is happening in the battle that we are in the midst of. And uh, we have to give God the glory, as I said. Let him do the battle for you. You're not doing any of it. All you're doing is staying in faith and that you are beginning to worship him. You are not looking at the natural. You are looking at him. And so you will enjoy the spoils of war as these men did. And so... The men, they, in, as I mentioned, they went and they start taking the gold and all the clothing and all the different things. And now verse 9, it says, Then they said to each other, What are we doing right? 
what are we not doing right? It says the day is a good, uh, this is a good, this is a day of good news and we are keeping it to ourselves. If we wait until daylight, punishment will overtake us. Let us go at once and report this to the royal palace. And so they now went to the king and they began to declare to the king uh, what happened, the victory that uh, took place on on the behalf of the children of of, of God. And so um, you and I will run and tell of the victory. We can't, I remember uh, growing up in the church, we used to, they used to call this um, testimony where people would testify about what God has done to them. And so um, uh, uh, that's what we are going to do. You're going to tell all these people that uh, didn't believe a word that what God uh, um, had said uh, and what you're trusting God to do. But um, you are going to uh, uh, be able to tell them or proclaim what God has done for you. And so uh, uh, I want to encourage you again and uh, to keep you uh, with this uh, phrase about this time tomorrow. And so uh, we see through the scriptures if we look at the book of Exodus, where um, God kept coming to Pharaoh and says, by this time tomorrow, um, uh, uh, you know, God is going to do this by this time tomorrow. Uh, Exodus 9, 5 uh, says, and the Lord appointed a set time saying, tomorrow the Lord shall do this thing in the land. And so uh, uh, God works on different timelines and uh, um, suddenly is one of them. Uh, um, uh, we talk about uh, uh, this particular timeline that is here by this time tomorrow. And I know one of the things that we have to deal with as uh, humans on this planet is anxiety. And that anxiety um, uh, keeps us uh, uh, bound again, because what does anxiety do? It makes us look into the current situation. And we've talked about that, that we are not supposed to be looking at the current uh, um, situation. If you're anxious, you're in a current, you're looking at the current situation. Because the scripture tells us, be anxious about nothing. Don't be anxious about anything. So if you come to me and you tell me you're anxious, it means that you've taken your eyes off of uh, 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 God and you've put it into the natural. You're relying on your natural ability because once you step out of your natural ability, there's no other person there but God. And so uh, uh, you will depend on him and trust him. As the lepers began to step out, they began to move um, and uh, God begins to act. And again, I mentioned to you earlier, the Bible says that the battle is the Lord's. It is not yours. And so if the battle is the Lord, then what are we supposed to do? Um, we are supposed to be in in a prayer and worship. Uh, as, as I mentioned to you again, if you see the book of Exodus um, chapter 8 and all these other different chapters, you'll see that God works 
by this time tomorrow. And uh, uh, he worked on that timeline when he dealt specifically with Pharaoh. And uh, um, he worked on that timeline with Joshua and the people. He told Joshua, he said, say to the people, consecrate yourself for tomorrow. The Lord will do wonders among you. And so uh, this timeline is real stuff, people. Um, uh, for tomorrow, uh, God's tells uh, uh, Joshua to consecrate yourself. Again, that is to have yourself in a, a, a state of, clean, of pureness of heart, a uh, state of worship. He says to Joshua, tell the people to consecrate themselves for tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among you. And so he does the wonders. He does the fighting. What is our responsibility? Our responsibility, as we read, we read in Joshua chapter five, it says, is to consecrate ourselves. Um, it is to be in a place of worship, to be in a, in a, in a place where we're, our eyes are not on our situation. It's not on the natural things of the kingdom of darkness, uh, but it's on the things of, uh, uh, the natural things that are in the kingdom of light and in the kingdom of light and the kingdom of his dear son is worship. It's all of these different things, um, peace, love, and um, I'm going to do a study about the kingdom of darkness and the kingdom of light, about those different principles, and uh, we've talked about it before. You cannot get the same, you'll never get a result that you, by applying the same principles that are in the kingdom of darkness, in the kingdom of, of light, you will never, ever, ever, ever get any result from that. It does not work. They're two different kingdoms, they're two different uh, uh, rule set. And so um, it is our responsibility to stay um, uh, in faith. First uh, Samuel nine sixteen. About this time tomorrow, I will send a man from the land of Benjamin, and so and you shall appoint him to be prince over my people Israel. Again, uh, that timeline about this time tomorrow, we see that God works on this timeline, as He works on those that are saying suddenly, and so I want to encourage you guys that. Uh, uh, Things may look bleak in your life. You may be sitting um, hopeless and helpless, like the, um, the the four lepers that were sitting in front of their, you know, the camp of the enemy, and just having a conversation. And maybe you are having a conversation right now about your situation. And it's my hope that your conversation would be, you know, what I'm going to get up and do something. And that you don't stay where you are, that you do something different. And that something different is to trust God and not to trust yourself. Because you have to become at the place where we talked about the woman with the issue of, of blood. She was a rich woman and she spent all her money and she was broke. And she was a place, uh, she was at the place of desperation. And when we are at the place of desperation, we begin to have uh, what I call a revelation. And that is also seen in, in the story with the prodigal son, 
he was desperate. He had money until all of his money and all of his friends were taken from him. He was desperate when he was having, uh, when he was eaten with the pigs. And so I always tell people, many of us have to go to the place where we eat with the pigs because it was at that place that this young man got the revelation that saved his life. At that place is the, the revelation with the woman with the issue of that of blood. Uh, it was that place where Jared, where he's desperate and he had nothing left that Jairus came to uh, Jesus Christ. It was that place that the uh, centurion soldier came to Jesus Christ when he was desperate, and he came to him, and Jesus said, I've never seen any faith like I've seen with him. What was the ingredient in all of these people? It was their faith. And so their faith, they did not look at the current situation. As I spoke to you before in previous uh, podcasts, when Jarius, uh people came to him and said to him, your daughter, don't bother Jesus anymore. Your daughter is dead. Jesus grabbed him right away and said, Darius, do not change your confession. Do not listen to these people. And so um, uh, my advice to you is the same. And uh, uh, these men, these lepers, their situation is desperate. They have no other thing. This is what the conversation that they had. They were desperate. They said, hey, we're going to die. Now, how we die, we're going to change that. We're going to go to these guys, and if we, 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 they feed us, we live. But if they don't, eh, we'll die. But if we still sit here, we're going to die. So they made up their mind that we're going to do something. We're going to step out. And so my hope is that you have made up your mind. You're at a place of your desperation. And if you're at your place of desperation, I want to say this to you. By this time tomorrow, I want to encourage you that by this time tomorrow, God, the Father of all, He is able to fight your battle. He's able to bring you the victory that you need in this situation. All he needs is your faith. He needs you to begin to look at him, not to look at your ability. And so why is he trying to do that? So that you will become fully persuaded. Everyone became fully persuaded when they were in the pit. Um, Darius, the, the, as I mentioned to you, the woman with the issue of the blood, she heard that Jesus was healing people. And she said within herself, if I can just touch his garment, I'm okay. And so uh, uh, she got her stuff when she touched him because she got what she said. She didn't look at anything anyone she didn't care and, and uh, we talked about it where it says that she she was coming against the crowd she was pushing to get what she said manifest in her life and i say to you that by this time tomorrow god will be able to reach and touch you at this time it's a, it's a it's a time set for you that uh, uh, god wants to make it clear to you that you are not alone he is here for you and that he will fight your battle. Just give him the praise. See yourself delivered. See yourself victorious in this situation. See yourself uh, healed. See yourself working. See yourself. Uh, take your eyes of faith and look differently. 
stand up, put your chest out, begin to worship the Father, begin to call on the name of Jesus Christ. When Peter was sinking, he called on Jesus Christ. He said, Lord, save me. And so God reached down. He says, Jesus reached down and saved him. So when you are helpless, the Bible says God is strong. And when he, when we're weak, he is strong. So where you're at, and I love that scripture because it tells us that he meets us where we are. And so God will meet you where you are. And um, I've mentioned, uh, I've heard this story about this woman that um, uh, she they tell they, she was telling her testimony that uh, the, she heard the preacher said go and stand on the word of God, and uh, she didn't know any better, so she took the Bible and she put it on the ground and she began to stand on the word of God, and God met her where she was and He healed her and delivered her from all of her sorrows. The Bible tells us even though uh, the the that uh, a righteous man fall, the Bible tells us that God is there to pick him up. So I encourage you and I want to tell you guys that uh, this message is for you about this time tomorrow and uh, uh, go before God and stay in faith. Stay as Abraham did. Abraham worshiped God and he became fully persuaded. And that is where you get the revelation that God is able to do what he said he would do. And at that point, guys, you get that revelation. No devil, no person, not nothing take it away from you because that now becomes your revelation. And so once you have receive this in your spirit, man, it will manifest in the natural world. And that is the ordinance of things that God had designed, that you see it with your spirit man first and speak it with your spirit man, and it will manifest in the natural world. And that's how he intended our father and mother to, to, to rule and reign in this, in this, uh, uh, world when he created them in the garden. And, uh, uh, when we lose that, we lost it. Um, Lucifer said to Jesus when he took him, you know, all this was given to me. God didn't give it to him. So, um, man gave it to him. And that's why Jesus came and took it back from him. And then he turns around and he says, all power is given unto me. Now you go. And so I want to encourage you. The Bible tells us that Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. And so Jesus is that way. The Father is that way. And the Bible tells us that about this time tomorrow, you will get your deliverance. Uh, stay in faith and uh, um, make sure that you give him the glory. And I promise you, I promise you, God will show up and God will fight your battle. For the Bible tells us that he does and he will. I know he's done it in my life and uh, he will continue to do it in my life and in yours. But I want you to begin to just uh, uh, close your eyes and focus on him. Do not look at the current situation. It is not the truth. It is not a truth is a temporary solution is there in your life even if god doesn't show up let's just take this thing and says god never even show up i guarantee you that situation is going to change and so it is not the truth the truth 
doesn't change. And God's word is truth. And speak God's word in your situation and continue to, to plant it, plant it with your faith, continue to water it with praise and worship. And I guarantee you, it will bear fruit. And it will bear fruit, as the scripture says, about this time tomorrow. And so, I want to encourage each and every one of you and let you, and I want to remind you, as the Bible says, for we live by faith, not by sight. Thank you for coming to Blueprint of Faith. And remember, every child of God overcomes the world. For our faith is the victorious power that triumphs over the world. So be not weary but imitate them who through faith and patience inherit the promises of God. Again, thank you for coming by. Please subscribe and if you can, support us financially. We deeply appreciate it. You can do this by hitting the heart button. Until next time, invite your family, friends, neighbors, church, study group, and even people you don't like. You can hear us on Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, CastBox, Overcast, and many more.